sports, 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 the mortis and tenon of sports and culture. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in Anderson, Indiana. With me tonight, my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Oh, 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 oh. That was my Tim Allen. And in the middle of the period, <laughs> my name is Snoop. Gentlemen. Wow. Episode 54. 54. Car 54. Episode 54, where are you? I hope I don't have to say that tonight. Reed, make sure you get this saved We'll edit that out, properly. right? We're, it, everything looks good looks so far. Good so yeah. far. All right. So far. So it usually happens later, yeah. so I'll let you know. Around midnight. Yeah. When we can't <laughs> come back. 2, 3 a.m. Yeah. Hey, where are you guys at? Yeah. You want to you wanna run this back? <laughs> Anything going on? Anything new? You want to get into it? Let's get into it. Let's do All it. All right. Rowdy, how about some Just sports? do it. All right. Hey, uh, I'm actually going to turn this over to our uh, special correspondent, Corey Correspondent. Oh, Corey. Uh, Corey presenting some hyper-local news. Yeah. yeah, hello, guys. Hey, Corey. Hey, Corey, <laughs> hey, Corey you're looking a little uh, uh, fit and trim lately these days. Svelte. Yeah? Svelte. Well, I've been doing the keto diet, so. Oh, you're ketoing Yeah, now, yeah. Uh, I feel great. Um, Are you in ketosis? Just, no, not, not yet. yet. I, well, how <laughs> do you know? How do you, do you, you have can to you get, feel it? Can you, you have to get those strips and test your urine. Oh, does your urine smell different? Is my urine supposed to be smelling it, different? No, or do it, I just changes like a, changes it changes the color. Sensation. Okay. Yeah, two bars in your keto, one bar in try it's again a girl. next month. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, it's a girl. Well, folks, I would like to talk about in <laughs> hyper local news the. Um, Night. Oh, we're, going, we're going hyper local, right? Oh, yeah. That's all Corey does. Right off the bat. The night of thrills at the Anderson Speedway. Oh, the Anderson Speedway, the high the fastest quarter mile. Did I, I messed it up? Fastest high, high bank. bank quarter mile. In the world. In the world. In the world. Yeah. Okay. And it is fast and it is banked. And those cars <laughs> kind of lose it. Uh, <laughs> it was was it, it thrilling? It was incredible. It was thrilling. I have to say, this is one man's opinion. Corey's opinion. One correspondent's <laughs> opinion. This is probably the greatest sporting event I've ever seen. <laughs> Night of Thrills is, you know, all bets are off. It's it's it, the 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 only rule is chaos and destruction. Which is hardly a rule. Okay, so but it is a reality. So Corey, what's at what is at the Night of Thrills besides thrills? What kind of events do what, we have? What events here? are we looking at? Well, the first thrill was set down, and the people behind me said that apparently someone had found a loaded handgun in the women's restroom oh. at the Anderson Speedway. So the thrills are not just just confined. another yeah. night in thrills, A-Town. They're not confined the to thrills, the track. Yeah, the thrills are everywhere. Thrills Bring are your own thrills. Yeah. Yeah. Thrills throughout. Uh, yeah. There was a no Seek firearm. America. Yeah, there was a no firearm policy, but apparently, yeah, they found a loaded handgun. Well, they, that's probably why they took it out of their purse and left it in the bathroom. These they places are the most dangerous places. They didn't realize that they weren't supposed to have it. Yeah. I. So, I mean, it, that happens. That happens. But once uh, you're in, once you're in, I mean, start shooting. Oh, that, no, that's, not, no, that's not where you're going. Oh, oh, sorry. Why hide it once you're inside? Yeah, I have you, no you idea. I think it just fell out of someone's pocket, and and <laughs> so it's where I yeah. keep my gun in my pocket. So the people behind me took the uh, uh, took the gun to the police. 
Uh, the we people had, behind had, oh, you were, are the yeah, ones they that were the found ones it? There was a girl who was in the bathroom stall who found it and kind of screamed. They went in, found the gun, they took it to the police, which that would make me a little nervous, carrying a loaded gun to a police Co- officer. Walking up to a cop with a yeah, gun? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know how I would handle that situation. Uh, but they, Differently, it They like. survived. So that worked well. I I have uh, my suspicion of why they survived, but that's another show. Yeah. It's been this show before. Yeah. (laughs) There was an ambulance run on the track. Someone in the stands had to be taken off, you know, before the race even started. Oh, really? Yeah, just a spectator. I don't know what the deal was. They were were in the stands, but the quickest way to get the ambulance to them was actually drive the ambulance onto the track, load them up, and then take them off. That's not embarrassing. (laughs) No. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. They were like, free ride. It was probably... Free ride! (laughs) On the <laughs> it was probably a Rickers Pop OD. <laughs> yeah. Would be my Too guess. Much metal yellow! Yeah. Uh, there were, uh, so as far as the events go, we had. Oh, we're not even to uh, the Oh, no. <laughs> nope. So we, so we had uh, figure eight races. This is before it even started. Yeah. Yeah. How so was they, the anthem, first so, off? Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, let me, let me, let me start there. So one of my favorite parts was uh, we, we opened with a prayer. Oh, and I pray for the racers. Yeah. What I love is that that we take take the time to pray for the safety of these racers when we all know everyone there just wants to see mayhem. They want to see crashes. Blood and guts. want to see spills. But we did it. We all prayed. Uh, (laughs) It didn't work. Uh, God did not hear you that night. Um, No. He turned his face away from the night of thrills. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then we sang the anthem, as they said before we sang it, the most important part of any sporting event. Oh. The singing of the national anthem. Corey, did you take a knee uh i did not take a knee you were there journalistically uh, journalistically though, not to, i'm yeah, there to blend not to in. i'm an embedded journalist that's right with the townies <laughs> you needed a flak jacket sounded like <laughs> <laughs> next time uh Ooh, buddy. the anthem singer did a fantastic job and then the figure eights began and the oh, figure eights oh man you take that quarter mile oval and you you open up the middle the x running through the middle you get the the figure eight going there uh, bunch of a bunch crossovers. of bunch of beater cars mm-hmm. had. Uh, Th- those are just what's on the road yeah. in A town. Yeah, I mean, you, that's, just, well, you just call them cars. We yeah. still have Delta eighty eights on the road here in A town. Oh, I love. Yeah. I love. Yeah. See, I, that's one of the things I like about coming to Anderson is. I see cars like an eighty eight Beretta. I saw still the Indy five hundred oh, yeah. yeah. logo on the side. I'm like, oh. Oh yeah. yeah, I saw a Cors- I those. saw a Corsica the other day. Yeah, the, yep. the parking lot. Oh, yeah. The parking <laughs> lot at the Night of Thrills was like a, a you know white trash antique <laughs> car show. Um, Antiques road show. Yeah, yeah. They're keeping them. They're keeping these cars pristine for you know Braden, Jaden, and Caden. I mean, I figure it's probably worth at least twelve hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Now you just sound like my dad. <laughs> uh, but the 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 highlight came. One of the highlights came when they they uh, brought out the school buses and they did the school oh, bus. Oh, school bus! See, this is where a short bus has a distinct advantage in the school bus. Short buses eights. did not perform well. No, though. no. Oh, really? And that, yeah, they and I don't know if cornering? it's because they're top uh, of cornering or they they gave they gave the bigger buses the 
pole positions. Oh. Uh, and they put the short buses toward the qualifying. But hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, no accidents in the in the school bus figure eight. Oh. There was one. No doors flying off or one, anything. There was one tap at the end. Oh, Jesus! Uh, was still that there was it. But they were. Yeah. It was. Like, it good. was. I mean, and they were very. They were some very close calls, but it was very well executed. It was like uh, almost perfectly choreographed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was the fixes in. Oh man, it was it was mm-hmm. great. Then they had the uh, the flip contest where they oh actually, I love that they they just bring out the uh, one ramp this yeah metal ramp one ramp and then a car does basically a half loop around the uh, the track and then ramps it and this car just flipped over on its end and then it landed and then uh he went around for a second nice now, yeah you're supposed to try and roll him right it's a roll or, it's a roll it's a roll it's how many rolls yeah you it's can how get, many right? rolls yeah we just had a flip oh yeah one, so only one there yeah. was only one there was only one guy brave enough to do it i well last time i went a ford fiesta was in the oh, flip contest really, and that yeah. thing looked like a cannonball yeah I think a tracker, a geo tracker. It did a cartwheel at least, and then it did like an endo stall on its nose. Yeah, it was awesome. Triple sow couch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was more like a Lutz, but you know. Yeah, it was off. It was off the back. Let's not uh, get in the weeds here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, we've gone through three competitions. I know. Obviously, one one of these people won because they were the only competitor. Yeah, you've taken us through three competitions. I I'm guessing the answer will be really anybody there is a winner. Yeah, we're all winners. Who they won? hand out trophies Who at the won? end. Uh, it was a guy named Daryl. <laughs> okay, sure. So, and his other brother, Daryl. Which I figure, yeah. like, the odds were that it was going to be someone named Daryl. Daryl, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a Daryl, I believe. That, that It was actually, I, I want to say it was the guy who, who won the first figure eight was the same guy who won the... the, the uh, Rollover. He was doing the Night of Thrills Decathlon. Yeah, he's just like. a brave. He's a brave man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I appreciated that. Everything. Yeah. I'm gonna win everything. I'm gonna be like Bruce Jenner. <laughs> the uh, and, and you know then, before everything. Yeah. So the grand finale. I'm gonna be Dan and Dave. <laughs> trailer trailer figure eights, which. See, that's a, uh, that's one of my favorites. You enter any any car, any type of automobile you want with any kind of trailer you want. We had pop-up campers. We had boat trailers. We had flatbeds with washi- washing machines on them. <laughs> we had flatbeds with uh, Lazy Boys on them with, you know, big stuffed Tweety Birds and stuff. We had... Uh, trailers <laughs> with uh, we had a trailer oh, with we had a one guy he was just moving yeah there was one <laughs> yeah exactly he took a wrong uh, turn yeah. there was a guy with a dumpster there was a guy with a uh, a full like kids playset on the back nice and they all just line up in the in the middle of the figure eight and then they just go and it's instant mayhem. Oh, just sure. stuff's falling off. Like the boat fell off instantly. <laughs> Takes out a the couple boat of cars. Fell off? Yeah, the boat, boat on the boat. Yeah, the boat. Oh, the boat wow. fell off the trailer. I don't think they. I think they had purposely not tied it down well, uh. so it would fly off. Um, the. So was that, is that more of a red shell or a green shell? I don't know. What or is that, that like a, a banana peel? Oh, he's talking about Mario. Oh, Ricard. yeah. Uh, it was. It, it was, was more of a banana peel. It was a kind of a banana shell. peel. Yeah, yeah, it was like a banana peel. You um, just set that one down. I'm gonna put the, I'm yeah. gonna put this Bayliner right here. Right here. <laughs> this <laughs> cheetah. There was one car that just just uh, got nailed and then 
basically was driving straight at me. I got a little, yeah, a little Corey, bit nervous Corey did there. share uh, some videos on our Facebook page for us. If you are interested, you can yeah, check we'll, them out. We'll post some more, but they're, they're a van they're turning some, over. Oh yeah, it's just some amazing, amazing feats. I gotta say, and then we followed all this up with fireworks. Uh, as they were cleaning up the carnage, mm-hmm. and it was just... Huh. I see what you did there. car Yeah, it was. Oh, puns. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't intend that, but uh, I am a, prof- a professional, so sometimes those just slip out. Um, <laughs> like a pun-fessional. But yeah, I gotta say, this no. was... this was It was an excellent sporting event, very well run, very professionally run. You know, no, seriously. I mean, they got the, the, the guys driving the tow trucks... Uh, did an amazing job clearing the tracks. We could see more carnage. There, I mean, it was it was just these guys earned their keep. It was yeah. well run. I yeah. mean, the the crowd was just thirsty for blood. You could just tell. It's uh, like a coliseum. We had man. the wave. Yeah. We had the wave going around. Packed oh. house. Corey, have you been to any uh, other sporting event? <laughs> no, that was going to be my first question. I know we've embedded you a couple places, yeah. but I didn't think it was another sporting event. I mm-hmm. guess Gen Con. Did you? Did we send you to Gen Con? No, that was Rowdy that went. Oh, Rowdy went. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't I remember. I don't remember where we sent that. <laughs> where we sent Corey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your uh, per diem didn't didn't bounce, <laughs> didn't, did it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, have you? So you have you been to the uh, former Midnight Parade here in Anderson, oh, Indiana? Yes. So that's the yes. first parade. The fourth, first Fourth of July parade every year in the country. In mm-hmm. the country, although they don't do it anymore. Oh, yeah. So, and you've been to that? Yes. How would how would this compare? I would say everyone that goes to the parade was at the track. Well, it depends. Plus I, some of the cars. I'm thinking we could probably if since they don't do the parade anymore, you just take the people who are putting floats in the parade. Yeah, and that's a race. Oh, oh. yeah. I mean, that's essentially trailers? the trailer race was with a, like the dance troops out there yeah. on the yeah. trailer. Yeah, the trailer race was essentially the midnight parade. I mean, it was just like inner, <laughs> inner, whatever. Inner with less yeah. neon. Actually, it was yeah. more entertaining than the midnight parade because half the midnight parade is just watching traffic mm-hmm. and fire trucks with their sirens on for no reason. Right. Uh, but I will say the one thing I noticed, there was much less, there were, there were much less juggalos at <laughs> the racetrack than at the okay. midnight parade. Okay. Yeah. Overall, it's a must go. Must go. Yes. Do for not sure. miss. Rowdy, one of the best go? sporting events in the Midwest. Uh, yeah, actually I brought, <laughs> I brought my family, brought the kids. They loved it. Did you see Corey there? I couldn't. Well, he was blending in. I couldn't oh. tell. Corey, were you the one with the crazy mullet and the Def Leppard shirt with the woman who was also wearing a Def Leppard shirt who I later saw walking with arm in arm with another woman who was not the woman in the Def Leppard shirt? No, that was not me. But I did see that guy. Yeah. Um, so you guys are close, at least. But we must have been on the same What's the same attendance side? in something like this? Uh, whatever capacity Large. is. Large. Yeah, whatever capacity no, 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 is. No. I didn't ask. Yeah, whatever that. capacity is for the Anderson Speedway. It was that. It plus. was at that. Yeah. At max. Yeah. You know those bleachers are in bad repair too. They're oh, getting ready. S- they're getting ready to re, uh, replace. Yeah, a I sat as low as I yeah. could because yeah, they have got that one tall bleacher mm-hmm. that's like on no. the east end. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you, sir. Yeah. So overall, good experience. Everyone should attend. A plus. Yeah. Best, best best sporting event, at least in the Midwest. In the Midwest. Yeah. Very good. Without a doubt. Okay. I agree. So where are you guys sending me thank next? You. Uh, we've got some ideas. Anderson we, Town Powwow this weekend. We'll see if we can make it. All right. We might have to send you over to uh, the Ravens. Oh. Uh, tell us about the uh, roost. What's going on Defend there? And the roost. 
I got my stats here. I looked it up. Defend the game rings. one. Now, by the way, this is the local university. This is the, yes. This is Anderson, Anderson university, university that we all attended, and they are sixty or excuse me, seven and sixty-three over their last seven seasons. They're division <laughs> division three. They're NCAA division three team. NCAA team. Uh, six of those victories over the last uh, seven seasons have been against Earlham College, which is an in-state rival over in Richmond. The pacifists. The yeah, Quakers. the pacif- bunch yeah. of Quakers. So, they, of course, they beat up on the Quakers. But this last Saturday was a matchup in the Windy City against oh. the North Park Vikings, oh. of which the Anderson University Ravens only lost 28-13. to 13. Now, let me break this down for you. The Raven is that's, a... That's is, pretty is, close. is the Raven a mythical creature in Viking mythology? I think so. The trickster, the Raven. Continue. Oh, the shapeshifter. Yes. Well, they'd be shifting some shapes here. Yeah. Uh, Watch us turn this offense into defense. Yeah, <laughs> instantly. With, with a single turnover. We have the ball, you have the ball. <laughs> Where's the ball? So, here are a few stats for you uh, stat heads out there. 47 rushing attempts by the Anderson University Fighting Ravens for a total of 149 yards. That is 2.7 yards a carry, of which they only netted 127 yards. Passing for their quarterbacks. 20 for 41. For the, well, sorry, you said quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. That's okay, pretty so sure they one. played more than one. Let's 20 hope. completions, 41 attempts, four interceptions. That's one a quarter, for those of you <laughs> keeping track, for 180 yards. They also had three fumbles, two for loss, <laughs> and nine penalties for 132 yards. It's a wonderful game. So they also have a new coach, but uh, it's kind of more of the same right now. So the Ravens started out an away game. Uh, 0-1 for the season. Ne- this coming Saturday, let me get back here to the schedule. This coming Saturday is a home game for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And the internet's really slow. It's terrible, yeah. So, uh, oh, here we go. Indiana Wesleyan, 6 p.m. on campus at... November or September 8th, 6 p.m. Go see the Fighting Ravens protect the roost against some kind of cat from the Indiana Wesleyan <laughs> University. It's just a cat on here. Corey, know. we might send you there. Yeah, Corey. Check it out. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will say go. in two weeks it's an interesting game against Franklin College, which is where their current coach just came from. Franklin oh, College oh, Grizzlies, I believe. They are. The, yeah, it's a yellow bear. Okay, got it. Well, thank you. So there you go. Rowdy, what else we got? Uh, Let's move to some headlines here. Le'Veon Bell continues his holdout into the regular season. What's this mean? Le'Veon Bell, Pittsburgh Stillers. Running back. Running back. uh, They couldn't get a contract done, so they're trying to hit him with a franchise tag, which I believe is just north of $14 million for running backs this year. That's right, yep. He held out of... Second uh, year in a row, he's getting the franchise tag. That's right. So now he's in the top five instead of the top ten. Oh, yeah, true. That's a good point. Uh, He missed OTAs. He missed uh, all team workouts, and he missed all of training camp. And now he's talking about holding out into the season. There, there's no timetable for no him time, to come, yeah. come back. Right. Uh, he's not made any indication that he's coming back. He's not back right now. A lot of his linemen thought Marquise Pouncey even said, he'll be here Wednesday. You know, he'll be here on Wednesday. He'll play on Sunday. Not so much. Stamp it. Send it. He did not show up today. 
Where is Le'Veon Bell? Waiting on a check. That's, That's what he's waiting like on. It. So right now, uh, like I said, there's no timetable for his return. He's talking about uh, holding out longer. Um, doesn't know how long. My guess is he shows up Friday. Oh, you think he's going to show up before the gonna, season starts? I think he's going to show up Friday. I think he's going to sign his uh, tender for the franchise tag, and he's going to get his week one check, which is about a million dollars a week for 17 weeks. So I Close think that, to it. I think, yeah. that's, I think that's what he's going to end up doing. And then they're not going to be able to play him in week one. That's going to be his little jab to the, to the Rooney family. Hmm. So it's, it's kind of crazy. Why don't they just pay him? He is... Easily the t- in the top three, if not the best running back he's in the NFL. He's more yeah, than a running back. Because he, ha- he catches. He gets Last so many he receptions. Had, he had 406 touches. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, so I just don't understand why they don't pay him. And I think, was it last year he was out four games? Or two yeah. years ago? Last year he was out Suspended four games, 406 touches. For marijuana. So this is the last season because they can franchise tag him next year, but I think it's closer to $18 million, So I don't Ooh. think they're going to do that. Uh so my guess is they're going to have him walk. So they'll just use him up this year, and he knows it. He knows that, that they're going to get him for 500 touches, and he's just trying to keep his body fresh as much as he can because once he shows up, you know, week two through week 17, that's going to be his, uh, the rehearsal for the next team he signs for. Isn't it interesting, though? The, I the, talked, I've talked to some Steeler fans, and they just think that he's being an idiot instead of trying to get what he's worth in terms of a salary in the NFL. Yeah, that doesn't You know, make any they sense look at it as he's hurting our team and our chances to win hmm. rather than looking at like why doesn't the ownership pay him what he's worth? Well, that's the interesting dichotomy of sports, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you have all this emotion on one side of fandom trying to win as a team, trying to compete and and attain some sort of of goal. And then on the other side, it's the business. Everybody says it's a business. These are employees. Well, fundamentally, it's a business. Yeah, if yeah. these are employees. If if it, if my employer came to me and said, "Hey, look, we're going to cut your salary. We're not going to pay you what you're worth, uh, and we're also going to ask you to work more because that's what they're going to do this year." Um, no one would do that. Right. I wouldn't do that. Right. I would go look for another job. And yet, I would, your coworkers wouldn't be and my coworkers all over you for not doing it. Right. And when you and. It, it, Especially when they're supposed to be a union, but they're a players' association, which right. is a little different. But, right. Um, looking at the players that have been have signed massive, massive contracts this year that Especially were in this the same year. rookie year or the same rookie class as him. Uh, Aaron Donald signed six years, one hundred thirty-five million with eighty-seven million guarantee. Jeez. Uh, Khalil Mack just signed an extension for six years, one hundred forty-one million with, with Chicago, 90, right? With Chicago, yeah. with ninety million guaranteed. Uh, Todd Gurley, we can say, I mean, Gurley running one, back, Bell two, or Either, vice versa, yep. it doesn't matter. Uh, he signed four years, $60 million, with $45 million guaranteed. Odell Beckham, which I think, for me, Le'Veon Bell would fall at least somewhere in between these because he's this weird hybrid where they actually like split him out. He could be a running back, he could be a wide receiver. Odell Beckham Jr. got five years, $95 million, with $65 million guaranteed. And then, of course, Aaron Rodgers got the record-breaking four-year contract. These guys, he all he's asking for is pay me. Like, just pay me what I'm worth, sign me with, for some guaranteed money, and I'd be happy to play. He's not against... It's not... <laughs> 
What's happening? What is happening right now? What? <laughs> I guess this is an elevator. Oh, is this Le'Veon? <laughs> Maybe this is his new way of telling us his answer. Yeah. That's ju- that's just some juice, man. That's that's Le'Veon Bell. His, his SoundCloud. Rap. Yeah, it's his SoundCloud. What is interesting about this is that they're paying Ben Roethlisberger for past achievements, but they refuse to pay Le'Veon Bell for the, his potential. Yeah, and he's, what, 26? Yeah, he's got way more potential than even Big Ben produced in the past, that's I think. That's a good point. That's a good point. I think. They're refusing to pay him. And yeah. I know that... Uh, and Ben's probably making... I don't know what his salary is, but he's probably making... Too much money for being as old as he is for what he's putting up. And I know and running, he's still producing, but and I know running backs uh break down earlier, but he's, even more reason. He's in the mid twenties, right. in his mid twenties. You can sign him to a four year contract and it'll, he will still produce. And if you were going Roethlisberger is, you know, he talked about retirement last year. Right. He might be retiring this I year. I think he probably will. They've got a quarterback waiting in the wings yep. uh, from Oklahoma State. So and Josh Dobbs in in for the interim. Yeah, yeah. The uh, rocket scientist, Josh right. Dobbs, alopecia. Uh, Joshua Dobbs. He's guess, he's got you know. not alopecia. What's the where you don't have any hair? I don't have any clue. He's like I th- oh wait I do. He's bald. No, yeah. I mean like no eyebrows, no nothing. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, alopecia so they, maybe. They have they what? have somebody waiting. <laughs> they have somebody waiting in the wings. Why not sign one of the top? Five, ten players, non definitely one of the top five non quarterbacks in the league. Oh, well, that, I mean, yeah. I, I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. And then on top of that, to have the guys speak out, like the offensive lineman coming out and saying, uh, you know, he's letting us all down. And, and the one that. That's, re- that's cheap, man. That's, that, that's chump right you're, there. You're, you're siding with management on this to yeah. say this billionaire shouldn't pay this, this player, this millionaire, the money he's worth. So they can put more money in their pocket at the end of the day. Right. And the one that really got me was their their uh, player rep for the NFLPA came out and said he's doing the wrong thing. Said Le'Veon's doing Le'Veon's the wrong thing. Doing the wrong thing. He needs to show up. So now the union's selling. Him Basically, out. the union's saying you gotta you gotta break ranks. Like we're no longer in, interested in in the players' rights, the hmm. players' responsibilities. Like you need to show up. That's weak. Yeah, it's. Pay them. Pay that man his pay money. That's man his money. Yeah, happy at me. So that's what we got. That's cool. where we're at. Le'Veon. Well, we next that up. One out. Uh, yeah, yep. next up. Solved it. Uh, Nike releases a new ad featuring Colin Kaepernick, and their response has been leveled and reasoned. <laughs> leveled <laughs> and reasoned. I believe so. Yes, yes it's been. Anytime good discourse between yeah. all sides. Anytime no people are reacted. burning shoes that a child was paid 13 cents to make is yeah. always <laughs> leveled in reason. That's yeah, you you got it. Yeah. So, for those of you who who are living under a rock, uh, Nike decided. Hey man, why, are you, why are you discriminating against our listeners? Right, listener. If you want to live under a rock, yeah, live yeah. under Listen, a rock. That's fine. Listener, you're uh, you're off yeah. the grid. Kudos to you. And is it Nike or Nike? It's Nike. Yeah. 
I mean, it depends on how you grew up. Um, <laughs> Does it right or wrong? We yeah, were, right. we, yeah, we were, in, we were a night house. Uh, <laughs> okay, I didn't know that was a thing, but now I do. Yeah, it go was. To the, go to the Nike outlet. Yeah, yeah. we were, Nike we were. Damn, Chicago. those are some hot Nikes. Yeah, we were a night house. Although I was almost exclusively dressed in uh, LA Nike. gear and Voits. Are you also? A, are, are, were you an Adidas house? No. Okay. I didn't play soccer or anything. <laughs> what is he, a foreigner? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Nike decided to make uh, Colin Kaepernick <laughs> the face of their new Just Do It campaign. 30th anniversary Just 30th Do It campaign. 30th anniversary. Yeah. Uh, they released their spot uh, and mm-hmm. their... I'm sorry, what's a spot? Is their that like, their is that ad, like their commercial. Term? Their okay. commercial. Uh, they're Kershamal, uh, and they... Advertisement. It, I mean, we were a Kershamal house, so... Um, it just depends on how you grew up. Yeah, um, sure does. So the the spot, basically, or the, uh, the, the main image from the ad is a black and white shot of uh, Colin's face, and then over the top it says, believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything. Uh, in response... The level that uh, reason responses. Yeah, some super fans uh, <laughs> have decided to footwear and uh, Colin burn, right. burn their shoes. I, I like the sock uh, cutters. Cut, the, cut, the, cut yeah. the Nike logo off of their socks. Keep saying Nike. Um, <laughs> it was a Nike house, bro. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, just the... the Tell us, Rowdy. Seeing all these burning shoes, <laughs> it just made, it warmed my heart. Personally, uh, I yeah, because li- I, you're just lighting 130 dollars. Yeah, on fire. I love mm-hmm. watching idiots That's destroy right. their own personal property. I think that is hilarious. Especially, I love it's going to hurt idea. Colin Kaepernick if I light these Nikes on fire. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I love the idea. Of just G13, you know, mm-hmm. middle-aged guys walking around with no elastic in their socks. Right. <laughs> if that becomes a thing, like some busted-ass <laughs> socks, just people like. With There's fluffy, no fluffy socks, or their, or their, their workout shorts looking like the looking like a pirate Halloween costume, like a dog <laughs> punch, like <laughs> a <laughs> punch, yeah, out. like a dog bit them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's just it's beautiful, and and the best part is that it's more room for them to take a knee when you have that swoosh out of there. It yeah. opens, it makes it more flexible. Well, you know, it makes your a pants lot of sense. Your, your pa- pants don't drag the ground when you take a knee. Mm-hmm. To me, I think there's no better way to. Uh, protest a symbolic protest you don't understand than with another symbolic protest. It's beautiful. It's that just, includes fire. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. 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 I think these I guys... Think the best encapsulation of it is you don't understand the symbolic protest yeah. so you have a symbolic protest. Yeah. Right. It's like... It's beautiful, but it's, but it's, destroying your own your own stuff. I it's yeah, I love would it. You, would you rather they like break into a store and destroy the store's property? It or, would make more sense, or at least you know, it would make yeah. more sense to destroy stuff that isn't theirs than to destroy things just, that they've already paid for. Or just don't. Yeah. If or you're just angry, say, we're I not mean, gonna we're not gonna buy it. Like we're not buying it. But I mean, I just think these guys like to set stuff. And who doesn't like to set? Yeah, I love setting I've things never on set fire. A shoe on fire. I, I haven't know, either. I I, until now. Yeah, I've got some old shoes. We could do that. Are if they nice? No, I'm not like, nice. No, I don't. I, I, you know, I haven't ha- worn a pair. I haven't you just worn said Nikes. I said Nikes. Oh man. Well, I'm I'm just rolling with it. Yeah, been infected. I'm. I haven't. Worn a pair of Nikes in probably twenty years. Gosh, it's great. But now I kind of want to buy them, but then I just see that 
young Cambodian child but that's mm. sewing soccer balls. That's what this is. It's what you just said. You want to buy them. Like, that's kind of the point. Well, it's still so an it's advertisement. I, I like... It's still trying uh, yes. to get someone, yeah. their market, to purchase their product. Well, and that, and they just put out these sweet roll-tied shoes that I would like oh, to get. Gosh. But... What I think is the most interesting <laughs> angle on the the Nike deal is that it's interesting to see times when pure unadulterated capitalism and political movements sync up, even if it's momentarily. I think that's it's it's an interesting time, kind of in history, that this is happening, mm-hmm. even though nobody's talking about again the eight year old that's making these shoes, yeah, and that's been Nike's thing forever. Well, they've, you kind know, of, they've changed a lot of that. I mean, that was their thing for a very long oh, time. Oh, they put up fences so you can't jump now? Yeah, so you can't see the <laughs> Right. They put up right. fences where they you don't can't al- see. They don't allow uh, Americans in there yeah. now. Yeah. It's it's the the uh, labor force is a little different now. I mean, not that it's not exploitive still, but right. it's um, different yeah. than it, than it but has I, been I mean, I, I like the... And you're you're an advertising rowdy. You mm-hmm. could speak to this probably better than Snoop or I. But I like the move. I mean, what did they made in two days? Forty some mil. Yeah, it was. I think it was. It was. It was. It was forty three million in. And now it, that's it's forty three million dollars worth of media exposure. So that doesn't mean oh. they've had forty three million dollars of people sales. purchasing yeah. the shoes. Right. But of that exposure. Uh, the vast majority of that that forty three million dollars worth of media exposure has been neutral to positive, so it's they're looking at that and saying you know overwhelmingly like this is this is a a positive thing, and I think yeah they they realize that one it's a great way to get people talking about their product and and two. Yeah, it's it's they they know that their target audience is, you know, it's like you you look at the people who are burning their shoes, even if they own Nike's, how many how many pairs are they buying a year? One. Right. And then they mow the grass in it for, you know, the next couple of yeah, years. the next couple of years. Um, Although if I could get those Andre Agassi's, although sports, the videos I saw, they're not going to have much grass to mow because well, they yeah, set that burnt, on fire. Too. It's also interesting that. Uh, of when you watch the video, the the commercial, there's so many other athletes yeah. that are se- telling so many more inspirational stories than yeah. just his. He he is the just, he's the narrator. Just, yeah, he's the narrator telling you know basically and telling. And he's like, not even an athlete right now, yeah. or I mean, he's an, still an athlete. An, he's not an employed player. athlete. Yeah, um, and it's interesting to hear that that's most of it's neutral to positive because mm-hmm. uh, there was a new. A NBC News poll out last week that 54% of voters still called kneeling during the anthem inappropriate. 43% say that the practice is an appropriate way to bring attention to the problems that NFL players have cited for their protests. Yeah. Did well, they I mean, offer so an alternative? They, nope. And we are still at that 60-40. I think we talked about this very mm-hmm. early on. We're still at that 60-40 split that whenever there's a protest about any, any civil injustice... Mm-hmm. It's typically 60-40. Although that number's shifted a little bit because usually it was in that 70-30 range, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that means it's 
it is shifting a little and bit more in favor of the protest than it even was a few months ago. And it's never about what they're protesting. It's always about the means of protest. Mm-hmm. The, the how, the how yeah. are you doing it, not yeah. what are you doing. Well, and I think this is just another example of a, a complete shift in terms of of ideas and mentalities and understandings and worldview. This is, I mean, what we were talking off air about the demographics and mm-hmm. the that of Nike customers. Yeah. And they're young. They're typically higher uh, higher percentages of people of color. Yeah. Two thirds. Two thirds of their customer base are younger than thirty five, and it's a very ethnically diverse mm-hmm. uh, consumer base. So they know that, yeah, they're going to lose some customers, you know, in the short term. But they know that the people who this is going to resonate with are the people who are, you know, buying multiple pairs of shoes a year. And and high-end ones. High-end ones. ones. Buying the the clothes, buying the socks, you know. Getting the colorways that are limited edition. Yeah. Yeah. So they know know their audience. That's the only reason. And and the, the fact is... Uh, other other athletic brands were also going after Kaepernick because they, you know, there was uh, Nike decided to extend his contract for this campaign, but other brands like Adidas and Puma were trying to scoop him up on, on the chance that Nike was gonna was gonna when, when his deal with Nike ran out, they could try to scoop him up. But yeah, so well, I just think it's more evidence that we're in kind of a culture war between generations that the oh, baby sure. the baby boomers are holding on tight yeah. mm-hmm. to their worldview and their history and understanding and the and the gen xers and millennials don't have any time for it don't let them go. yeah well as as the president said nike is getting absolutely killed with, a, with anger and boycotts. People are telling him that. Yeah, he said, I'm hearing, uh, he's hearing it. I'm hearing it. He said, I think it's a terrible message that they're sending, and the purpose of them doing it, maybe there's a reason just for them doing, doing it. it. The purpose of them just See, doing it. See, real missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. But I think as far as sending a, a message. <laughs> yeah, he really is. But I think as far as sending a message, I think it's a terrible message, and a message that shouldn't be sent. There's no reason for it. Yeah, don't try. There's 46 million reasons for it in two days so far. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I think it it is interesting, and it's interesting to see, you know, it's it's very much a calculated move. But I think we're also in this this phase, you know, looking at just celebrity endorsements and the power that these celebrities even hold at this point when— we were talking about Under Armour and back when the chairman of of Kevin Plank of Under Armour called Trump uh, a a real asset for the country. And Steph Curry said, uh, I agree with that description. If you remove the E.T. from asset, um, get it. I'll have to write that. down. Yeah, write it down. It's a word puzzle. <laughs> a- um, <laughs> but then the the. Two crooked letters. You know, in a different world, I feel like even 20 years ago, someone someone like Steph Curry coming out and saying that, like, he could have just been dropped from Under Armour. Mm -hmm. Now they know, okay, well, he's he's the face of this. Like, we've got to, like, we got to be okay with it. Like, we've got to take a knee to him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, yeah. Well, there we go. 
I think we figured that one out, too. You think so? Keep burning your shoes, dumbasses. <laughs> That's... Man, I love that. I love it. I do, too. You don't see anybody burning their Harleys. No. 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 Or their Volkswagens. Or, or their, their or their carrier air conditioners. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turn off your AC. It's only been 94 with 4,000% 4, humidity that lately. That would actually be a perfect protest in a lot of these people's minds, I think. They're like, carriers moving to Mexico, so... I'm going to turn off my air conditioning so I won't give them business. That's right. I'm going to run my air conditioning. And I'm going to die a heat stroke. <laughs> but this Ricker Pops will keep me cool. <laughs> this Ricker Pops <laughs> will keep me cool. Oh, so, hey, you man. guys want to do some Taxi Squad? Yeah. We, 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 we got, got Taxi Squad or you got? Got, you got a segment? I don't have a car horn <laughs> sound. Car so. horn. <laughs> oh, here we go. That's, that's a cop. Wait, do you know what a taxi does? Uh, wait, what about this? <laughs> that's just locking a car. Vi that's the Viper. The Viper. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. There we'll say that's it. That's the All one. Right. All right. NFL week one starts today, technically tomorrow. Well, we got Hot Lana Philly cheesesteaks. Yep. yep. Chick fil A versus cheesesteaks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I got Chick fil A. Chick fil A. I got Chick fil A. Oh, yeah. this is the only time they'll be able to sell Chick fil A. Is it at Mercedes Benz? It's in Philadelphia. Oh, oh another yeah. missed opportunity. Yep. Those cows. So, Carson laid Wentz off. Is, Carson Wentz is still out. Yeah. Uh, homeboy's the starter. Nick Foles Nick is Foles. the starter. Yep. Uh, apparently. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey also out. Yeah, Game I heard talk. that. Uh, your boy Calvin Ridley is making his NFL debut. Uh, you know, it's gonna fail make, miserably. It's gonna make me sad when he bumps Muhammad Sanu because I have enjoyed Muhammad Sanu <laughs> yeah. over the years, but not a chance Ridley is at number two by week three or four. Yep. So it's uh, it's gonna be a defensive struggle. Um, mm. I got nineteen mm. seventeen as the final score. Ooh, low scoring. Nineteen seventeen. Yeah. Give no. What's the over-under on that game? Did you happen to look it up? Oh, well, I'm going to look it up right now. Why don't we go to the next... Uh, I'll take the over. Next headline All and right. we'll get back to it. Nadal survives five-hour match versus Theme. In it's US actually Open. pronounced Dominic Team. Team. Yeah. Nadal survives a five-hour match versus Team in the U.S. Open quarterfinals. I stayed up until past 2 o'clock. I'm usually up that late anyway, but I was actually doing something productive like watching tennis. It's a great match. Nadal dropped the first set six love. He only scored seven points in the whole first set. Second set, he won six four, and then it went to three tie breaks. Third, <laughs> fourth, fifth set were three tie breaks. Great match. One of the best ones I've seen. I think it went four hours, 49 minutes or something. It was the longest uh, match that team had ever played. Almost five hours. Yes. Unbelievable. 204. Like 90 degree heat. 204 a.m. is when it ended up there in Flushing's. It was like weather we've had here. Uh, you know, over 90 degrees with super high humidity. They were giving them kind of, they were being real lenient mm -hmm. on the time for the breaks. Oh, I hope and so. And Nadal's carrying around like four towels instead of his usual two. Hmm. Uh, but it, the, the biggest heartbreak I thought. Nadal had him in the tie break or in the before the tie break in the fifth set uh, up 40 love to break him and team came back and won that game hmm. and so forced to a tie break and the biggest heartbreak of the whole match I thought was team lost the match on an unforced error 
Hmm. Nadal hit a deep baseline shot, and team got underneath it and just, just floated missed. it just long. Oh, yeah, okay. it was brutal. But great. That that kid is going to be good. 130-plus mile-an-hour serve. He's 24, 25 years old. Look out. He's coming. Dominic Team out of Austria is okay. the real deal. I got it right here He's in the my truth. mind. He's the truth. Picture. Rafa, though, eh. Man, I, I don't know if he's got it. He's gotten taken five sets at least twice in two uh, two matches over four hours already in the U.S. Open. So he's not looking real hot right now. Hard court's not his game, though. No. Nope. 11 he's, French he's Opens. Clayboy. 11 French clay Opens. Boy. Yeah. yeah. What a Clayboy. Well, look <laughs> at him. He's a Clayboy clay Nadal. Lots of footage of uh, Rafa's main squeeze, too. Was Brent Musburger there? <laughs> no, no. Oh my! But what the funny thing beauty. about Brent Musburger is that now AJ McCarron's on it's the Raiders, and the he's Raiders. already tweeted about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. words. He's yeah. got words. It's say. awesome. I don't know the what beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> Catherine Webb. I don't know what Rafa's girlfriend's name is because it starts with an X, and I get real confused uh, with yeah. those names. But it's she's a looker. Xander. She's a looker. Hey, guess uh, what? Can I go back to this real quick? Go for it. Philly minus one. What's the over-under? Uh, 44 and a half right now. I'll take the over. I'll take the under. Okay. Uh, Rowdy, what do you got? $1,000. The Raiders <laughs> trade Khalil Mack, cut Martavis Bryant, and gain A.J. McCarron. Boom, my Raiders yeah. black hole. Yeah, Khalil Mack, I'm not super excited about letting or trading him to the Bears. Uh, we'll see. They got two first-round draft picks and cleared a lot of cap space. They've got a lot of money and a lot of picks the next two or three years. Uh, Martavis Bryant, I don't know what happened to him. He was the pretty much the number two for the Stillers the last couple years. Well, he got um, he got into a little spat with Juju Smith-Schuster, and they got yeah he got moved. And he likes to smoke the marijuana. Yeah, so he doesn't get to play <laughs> a whole lot. Fraction. Yeah, he got, he got right. He got the boot. And then I'm gonna say it right now. Hot take: AJ McCarron <laughs> starting by week eight. Oh uh, nope. Derek Carr was your boy for a while. Yeah, right? but he's going to break a leg again. Uh, so right Probably. now, uh, Oakland opens up with the Rams of Los Angeles. Monday night. They are plus four. Rowdy, who you got? Oakland or Rams? Yeah, hot tater, hot tater. Uh, Oakland. Boom. Oakland. Okay, we got Oakland plus four. Yeah. What about that opening game? How much money do I earn? Uh, well, we're going to go over last First week. of all, uh, Atlanta, it's about winning, at, not earning. Yeah, it's going to be Atlanta for the opening Gamblers game. don't... Do yeah, gamblers yeah. earn... Gamblers win, right? They don't yeah. earn. How much uh, am I going to win? A grinder. You got Atlanta <laughs> plus one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're taking hot Atlanta and Oakland. I'm yeah. with okay. you. Yeah. I'll, I'll take those two. All right. So we got the. We're going to Tater's Takes. Let's go to Tater's Takes real All quick. Right. Can I do Tater's Takes? Tater's hot Tater's. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to Tater's Takes. Hot, hot, hot Tater's. It's a hot Tater Take. It's hot. It's hot. He's a sharp, fellas. He's a sharp. You can bet these and you can take him to the bank. We got Oakland plus four. We got Atlanta plus one. Uh, you want to bet the futures? Let's do the futures. Okay. Philadelphia, you got plus 1,200 for Super Bowl or Atlanta plus 2,000. What are you going to take? Atlanta. Super Bowl champion. Atlanta, Atlanta plus 2,000. We got Atlanta plus 2,000. Or we can switch that out for Patriots plus 500. I mean, do you want to win big or do you want to win small? I'm going to win big. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Atlanta for the Super Bowl. Yeah. What if, if Atlanta's plus 2,000, that means Indianapolis has that has to be plus 100,000. I think they're I think I saw them at 7100. Indianapolis is 4,000. That is not enough. Plus 4,000. Not a chance. Say what? If they would if they would open up that Chick-fil-A on Sundays, 
they could win the but Super see, Bowl. But see, what you got to do, Rowdy, is you got to get that suite because you know they're catering the suites. Mm-hmm. They're not oh, technically yeah. open, mm-hmm. but they got that cater joint. They probably going. got those little sliders with the sweet buns. Have you had those? No. Is it a Hawaiian it's like, roll? It's, it's kind of like a. It's kind of like this a Hawaiian a roll. It's a little right? sticky. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little sticky. What a kind little... of sauce you use? You rolling honey mustard on the Sammy? You still going I, Polynesian? I typically don't do sauce, but I, if I was gonna do one, I'd do the Polynesian. With cheese this one, or no cheese? No cheese. Pickle or no pickle? Pickle. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. 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 Last pick for Taters takes Indy host Cincinnati at uh, Indy's minus two and a half. Who do you got? You said that too fast. What? <laughs> Indianapolis hosts Cincinnati. Indianapolis minus two and a half. Who do you got? Cincinnati. Cincinnati yeah. plus two and a half. We're taking all of the underdogs. Indy this is week. minus two and a half on Cincy. You want to tease these, buddy? You got to you got to tease up those right? points. Tease those points. Buy some How points. How do I do that? You just tease them. You put them together. Okay. Let's tease them. All right. We got you a plus silly. three tease. He's... I'll give you five points on all of them. So plus nine plus. Five I was going to say, at least buy five points on Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last week, quickly. I uh, have a website where you can do this for real. You were two for three. You got Auburn minus two and Bama pl- minus 24 and a half. We're in, Did we're, Bama cover? We, yeah. We're yeah. in Bama minus anything now. That's, that's the territory I'm in with Bama. Michigan plus one. That didn't work out for you. Miami <laughs> minus three and a half. You know what? They didn't. Uh, they didn't cover that. They, they they lost by like thirty. And yeah, they Florida lost State by thirty. They lost by thirty in the first quarter. So there's Tater's takes. We got. So how do you do last week? Now two for two, two for four, two for five, two for five. Oh, pretty good. Well, well yeah, that's really. under five hundred. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, mean, if it were real money, Tater. Yeah. The vig is running, my so friend. Guys, we're really dragging on this taxi squad here. All right, what else? Oh, we sorry, sorry. Uh, Michigan is off to another great start. <laughs> they sure are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Snoop, what do you got? What do you got to say about your uh, Golden Domers there? Michigan looked good, or did not look good. Uh, Michigan played the wrong quarterback. Uh, Notre Dame looked excellent in the running game. They won the trenches um, and twelve and zero, going to the playoffs, where they will meet uh, probably Penn State. It's gonna be. Penn, I hope it's, it's gonna Penn be. State. It's gonna be Penn State, USC. And US, uh, Clemson. USC <laughs> is going to win the Pac-12. That's what I got. Not a chance. Write Take that down. The bank. All that's, right, what else we got? That's and plus 50,000. David Beckham finally gets his MLS club. He does. Uh, Inter Miami FC. Terrible name. Welcome mm, to it's Miami. Okay, it's an okay name. I don't really... Uh, whatever. We're... We make up these weird names, and he should just call them like. I feel like they're the Miami real, Fusion. Or I something feel like again. they're really trying to be European. Yep, yep, yep. But I love the logo, so go look it up. It's got some egrets. It's got some herons or herons. What I think they're egrets. It's it's pink and black. It's beautiful. It's Miami Vice. It's not bad. I love it. Yeah, I love it. All right, that's, that's all I gotta all say. Right. Cool. Congrats, David Beckham, Miami twenty twenty. Hey, guys, real quick. You guys want to hear a Bobby Knight story? Yeah. Always. <laughs> well. Bobby Knight hit a player. The end. <laughs> it was probably a setup. I want to I wanna read you a transcript from when Donald Trump came to Indiana. Oh, uh, man, I remember this. And. Uh, Snoop's just walking out. Okay. He's, he's through. You know. Oh, I remember this. I did come to Indiana a lot. And you know who I brought with me? Who did I bring? The great Bobby Knight. What a coach. You know that story with Bobby, right? A year before I was going to run, Bobby Knight called. And they say, sir, 
Do you know a Bobby Knight? I said, you mean the coach? This is before I ran. And I said, you're talking about the coach? My secretary, great person, said, yes, sir. I think he said he was a coach. I pick up. I said, hello. He goes, Trump, this is Bobby Knight, and you got to run for president. Our country needs you. And I said, that's Bobby Knight. That's Bobby Knight, right? That's Bobby Knight. After the first word, I knew it was Bobby Knight. And he said, you got to run. I said, well, you know, Bobby, first of all, I respect you a lot. And I really love winners. And you are a winner. And the job you did, great guy. He's also a great guy. Big heart. He doesn't want people to know that, but he's actually got a very big heart. He'd be devastated if I said he has a big, but he does. He has a big heart. But I said, you know, Bobby, I haven't decided to run. But if I do, could I give you, could you give me your number? I'll take it. I'll call you. So an amazing thing happened. I write down his number. It was a cell. I wrote it down, and I put, I have a stack of papers on my desk in New York. I haven't been there. I haven't been to that office because I don't care about any of that stuff anymore. I only care about doing what's good for us. I couldn't care less. It's true. They won't tell you that, but it's true. So I take this number, and I put it on my desk, and I put it in the middle of a stack of papers. I just, you know, it's like sort of a file. Some of you people might have some. It's like a file of things you may need someday, but probably not. And then when you go through them about three years later, 95% of it you throw out, right? But I had two big stacks, and you'll see pictures of me in the office you see these massive stacks I just have them and now I say I'm gonna run and we did great we were on center stage of every single debate right every single debate center stage means we were never in second place and if we were they would let you know about it tomorrow morning we were never in second I was in center stage on every well however many debates anyway I'm doing well <laughs> anyway we won New York we won this one we won that one we won New Hampshire wow New Hampshire was so great we won South Carolina we won North Carolina we won everything right and then they said, even though we were so far, in all fairness, I have to say this, we were really so far ahead that I think even Indiana wasn't going to have too much of an effect, but I want to win Indiana. So a friend of mine, he's from Indiana, and great guy. I said, how am I doing in Indiana? He says, great. I said, good. I said, what can I do to ensure it? Well, if you could get, like, Bobby Knight to endorse you, that would end Indiana. And I said, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that, but he called a year ago wanting me to run. He said, the country needs it. And I said, I put his number right here. I was at my desk. I put this number right here. And true, true, I bet you I have 2,000 pages of stuff more. And I said, I put it right here. And I lifted the stack, like in the middle. I lifted it up. And there's a little card that says, Bobby Knight with a number. It was the weirdest thing, right? Crazy. I said, here's his number. The guy actually looked at me and he goes, that's amazing. And I dialed in front of him. I dialed the number and Bobby Knight, who didn't even know, who, he didn't even ask who was on the phone. I guess he sees New York and maybe he sees Trump organization or he goes, I've been waiting for you to call, right? And I tell you what, Bobby Knight, was anybody here the night I traveled with Bobby Knight when we, right? I never saw anything like that in my life. We were in this massive arena. We walked in. I introduced Bobby Knight, and I'm telling you, the people of Indiana, they went crazy. That thing never stopped. It was incredible. And Bobby Knight, I called him, and I said, you know, I thought about you today because I'm going to Indiana, and I don't need you to come from where you are. I just said, I just wanted to say hello to Bobby Knight because he was special, and he worked hard on our campaign, and he was very happy to get that call. Bobby Knight, right? That's Bobby Knight's story. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> So if you've ever wanted to hear the sound, or if you've ever been curious if the brain, the human brain, makes a sound as it's dying, that's about what it sounds like. I started tallying. I got to seven before. I should have started at the beginning. You want to count you the- You said seven Bobby Knights. You want to see the Bobby Knights? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. 18, 18 Bobby Knights. So if you're still listening, you know we love you. I mean, when you, you know someone, when you people. read it like that, though, it's psychotic. 
Yep. We know other people that you may may want to listen to this and want us to love them too. Did I say that right? I don't know, man. We'll <laughs> go with it. So if you know someone who's a fan of Bobby, Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. <laughs> yes. Nike shoes. Nike Nike shoes. Uh, burning things. Yeah. Burning things. Burning all things. Commercials. Uh, or uh, thrills, chills, spills, and the highest quarter mile bank turned <laughs> track in <laughs> Damn the it, world. man. <laughs> or shoot them a link to this episode. Loaded handguns in the stall. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's it. We did it. We did sports. <laughs> episode 54. As always, I want to thank the guru Mikey Jet Belly Music, the commissioner Brandon Casburn, and the honorary ball boy this week is... I just thought of it. It's a whole bunch of ball boys this week. Yeah. All that squad up there in Muncie from Ball State University rolling up there under Touchdown Jesus. Look out. Trap game. Chirp, chirp. Let's do this. <laughs> Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, topics you want to dis- discuss, or keeping Reed accountable for his terrible takes. And don't forget <laughs> to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every single Thursday where we will ask. How about some sports? Bobby Knight.